Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Papua New Guinea wants to ban Facebook. It shouldn't. By Louise Matsakis. Papua New Guinea, a small island nation that shares a border with Indonesia, may soon turn off Facebook. The nation's communication minister suggested Tuesday that the government restrict access to the site for one month while it conducts research into issues like fake profiles, misinformation, and pornography. Papua New Guinea, or PNG, will also reportedly explore creating its own government-run alternative to Facebook. When the news reached Western outlets on Tuesday, some people applauded. It appeared that a developing nation was fighting back against a platform historically hell-bent on bringing its services to every corner of the globe. But the reality of how people in Papua New Guinea use Facebook is more complicated than it first appears, and the reaction to what's happening in the country says more about how the U.S. struggles with the tech giant than it does about PNG. For one, the Facebook ban is only theoretical, at least for now. Sam Basil, Papua New Guinea's communication minister, explained the proposed shutdown in the country's post-courier Tuesday without clarifying why the country would need to block Facebook to conduct research. After the proposed Facebook ban stirred up outrage in PNG and became worldwide news, Basil clarified Wednesday to the same paper that the plan was only a theoretical option. I will consider relevant and responsible government action, Basil told the paper. The national government, swept along by IT globalization, never really had the chance to ascertain the advantages and disadvantages, and even educate and provide guidance on use of social networks like Facebook to PNG users. For now, Papua New Guinea's Facebook blackout remains theoretical, but if it were to happen, the effects could be disastrous. Papua New Guinea has relatively low internet penetration, partially because getting access on the remote island nation remains expensive. It's also not one of the 63 countries where mobile carriers have partnered with Facebook's Internet.org project to provide free access to resources like Wikipedia, health information, and, of course, Facebook. Only an estimated 10% of the country's 8 million people had Internet access in 2014, according to the International Telecommunications Union, though around half said they have mobile phones. But those dated statistics don't paint an accurate picture of the role Facebook plays in the country, according to academics and people who live there. Paige West, an anthropologist at Bernard College and Columbia University, who's been working in Papua New Guinea for over two decades, says that Facebook is ubiquitous, especially for people under 30. 
Facebook has allowed for a kind of dialogue that was not seen before in this country, says West. It has facilitated a kind of communication across clans and outside language groups that is extraordinary. Papua New Guineans agree that Facebook is an important resource for communicating and facilitating business and are bewildered at the idea of their government blocking the site. I'm a photographer, and being a PNG woman, visibility is a struggle for me. Facebook has been a platform for me to share my work because it's widely used by Papua New Guineans, says Tania Basiu, an artist from the country. There are countless other issues that the government could be tackling instead. The PNG government has neglected basic services for its people. We have more urgent matters that a Facebook ban won't fix. Rashmi Bell, an opinion writer from Papua New Guinea, says that she uses Facebook to learn how people in PNG process issues in their communities, both in urban and rural places. This input is invaluable in conveying perspectives of everyday PNG that may not be accessible elsewhere, she says. Some Papua New Guineans acknowledge that there is misinformation on Facebook, but that it's often quickly corrected. And the country hasn't seen human rights abuses facilitated by Facebook, as has notably happened in Myanmar. Overall, many Papua New Guineans expressed outrage and confusion about why the government would want to restrict access to such an important line of communication. Facebook, for its part, appears not to know either. We've reached out to the government to understand their concerns, a Facebook spokesperson said in a statement. As other countries have before it, Papua New Guinea may simply want to better control the spread of information within its own borders by censoring portions of the web. Internet shutdowns have become unfortunately commonplace. They happened in at least 30 countries in the last two years, according to data compiled by Access Now, a global nonprofit that advocates for a free and open internet. The organization views Papua New Guinea's mulling over a ban in much the same way as it has viewed other shutdowns in the past. We clearly oppose this move as an unlawful restriction on freedom of expression, says Peter Meisick, general counsel at Access Now. It's not entirely unexpected. We've seen a rise in intentional disruptions over the last couple of years. These blunt blocking measures are really attractive to policymakers who don't really understand what's going on online and often feel like they can't control the spread of information. Papua New Guinea also wouldn't be the first country in the region to block Facebook. The island nation of Nauru, restricted access to the site over pornography-related concerns in 2015. Observers worry, though, that Papua New Guinea is merely borrowing problems cited by other countries, like fraudulent profiles and fake news, to try to block speech. The government is concerned because a lot of the corrupt dealings and activities are being exposed in detail on Facebook, says Meli Mosunera, a conservation biologist from PNG. Facebook users are posting evidence such as bank statements, letters, photos, and more which already shows and implicates members of parliament of being involved in suspicious and even criminal dealings. Targeting fake profiles and pornography also seems a bit specious. Activists and other vulnerable groups often conceal their identity to protect themselves, and posting porn is already against Facebook's policies. Papua New Guinea's proposed Facebook ban, as Mysick notes, does appear different from other internet shutdowns or blocking efforts. For one, it's not connected to an election, as many often are and the proposed duration isn't especially long. That might mean that Papua New Guinea genuinely wants to carry out an experiment to learn how the platform influences the country. Francisco Benscome, the Asia-Pacific Advocacy Manager at Amnesty International, says that scandals like the one over data firm Cambridge Analytica have influenced how Asian countries think about their relationship to platforms like Facebook. Indonesia, Papua New Guinea's neighbor, was directly involved. Data belonging to around one million of its citizens was believed to have been swept up by the data firm. In one sense, Papua New Guinea and other nations like it could be applauded for attempting to prevent Facebook from becoming the country's dominant distributor of information. 
but the manner in which they're doing so, threatening to completely block valuable services, is a clear cause for concern. Few considered how Papua New Guinea's own citizens even feel about the proposed ban, which propelled their often ignored home into global headlines. It's fundamentally unfair for Westerners to assume they know how Papua New Guineans use Facebook, or what the platform means to their country. You cannot assume you understand that, because you understand Facebook in the United States, West says. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.